chapter number four, beginning with verse number one. Now, I'm going to be reading lots of scripture. So after I read the first scripture, I'm going to allow you, if you'd like, to be seated or you can remain standing however you feel led because I've got 12 verses to read there. And so, of course, it never ceases to astonish me how the music seems to be always in line with the message without my daughter and I communicating. That's God trying to prepare our hearts for what he has given me to do my best to sow it unto thee. Amen. Second Corinthians chapter number four, verse number one says, therefore, seeing we have this ministry as we have received mercy, we faint not. You can be seated or remain standing. However you feel led, it's okay but have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty. Not walking in craftiness, nor handling the word of God deceitfully, but by the manifestation of the truth, commending ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, and whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves, your servants, for Jesus' sake. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. We are troubled on every side, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our body. For we which live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. So then death worketh in us, but life in you. Amen. You can be seated. One other verse of Scripture here I'd like to give you, and that's found in Psalms 19, verse 1. The Bible says here, The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth His handiwork. That's the truth. But if you're living in a place where there's lots of false lights, it's hard to see that handiwork. But if you get away from all the artificial lights and you get into a place where the backdrop of the darkness and blackness of space, the lights of the stars seem to illuminate and shine so brightly and you are in awe. Have you ever seen that? Have you ever went outside someplace where there wasn't a lot of artificial light on a clear, clear night. And you looked up and you saw the heavens arrayed with all the meteors that God has made that we call stars. 
that are burning bright. Now to understand this, they're in with that darkness. But the darkness seems to be behind the stars, doesn't it? That's what I want to talk to you about this morning. The backdrop. The backdrop. The reason you can't see stars if you go out and it's dusk or it's dawn is because the light does not allow you to see the backdrop. And if you don't see the backdrop, you cannot see the stars. If you're in a city of any size and you're going to the mall and there's lots of lights around, it's hard to see the stars. But if you're out on the water in a boat and you look up on a clear night, your mouth opens and you begin to say, wow, they seem so close. Indeed, they declare the handiwork and the glory of God. Recently, you may not have known this, but the moon appeared bigger than what it normally does. Now, of course, it's not. But because of the earth's rotation and the position of the moon, it was at the closest to the earth than it's been in a long, long time. And it seemed like, wow, God made that. Of course, it's hard to look right at the sun, isn't it? Just like it's hard to really see all of the glory of God. Moses was hid by the hand of God in the cleft of a rock because God said, you cannot see my face. I want to try to break this down for you. It may be a little teaching, but I think it's important that we understand that we have got to have a backdrop. Even pictures without a backdrop really does not bring out the subject that someone is drawing or someone is taking a picture because it's kind of intertwined and it's marred. But you get the right backdrop and that image that you are looking at begins to pop out and you are so focused at it, you begin to look at the beauty and the color and the shape and you begin to say, wow, I've never really looked at it that way. Even God's creation is such a beautiful backdrop, isn't it? I'm going to give you the definition of backdrop. It is a painted cloth that is hung across the back of a stage. Or it is the scene or scenery that is in the background. Listen, the background, not the foreground, not the forefront. The setting or conditions within which something happens. I hope that you're really getting these definitions because if you don't understand the backdrop, you will not understand the message that God has laid on my heart for me and for you to understand that our bodies are the backdrop. This flesh, this carnality, this temple in which my spirit inhabits is nothing but the backdrop. And so it must always stay in the back. It can never come to the forefront because if so, then you will not be able to see the light of the glory of God that has shined unto my face and has filled me with the Holy Ghost and fire to shine. What happens to Christians is they get so cluttered with the things of life 
that the backdrop begins to change. And the new creature that God wants to make that has filled you when many of you have baptized, seen baptized in this church, and when you came out of that water, your countenance was shining. What happened to that shine? You don't need artificial oil or lotion to try to get yourself a shine. What you need and I need is the Holy Ghost in fire. And I need to be in the backdrop, not the forefront. And so I've got to put my flesh to death. I've got to keep it under my feet so that I can be a child of the light and walk in the day and not the night and walk in the light as He is the light. It's important because too many apostolics over a period of time because they let down on a commitment one day. Next time it's a week. Next time it's a month. Next time they begin to hide and fit into the backdrop. They want to become that limb of a tree that turns colors in the fall that looks so beautiful. You don't see the limbs, do you? Because they're in the back. You just see the leaves. But see, you want to get so to where no longer the light is shining, but the limb begins to get in and then begin to protrude before the leaves. And now you, all you see is a leaf. What happens when the leaves fall? It's nothing but a bare limb. Trying to help us today to understand what the Lord was saying here in our text. Let me go back and bring some things out if I could. In our text, he's talking about we have this ministry in earthen vessels in a backdrop. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. They don't have the light of the gospel in them. All they are is a backdrop. It says in verse 6 that God, listen, commanded the light to shine out of the darkness. When he came in me, I'm dark. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm dark. I was in the dark. I was in darkness. I had no hope. I was in my sin. When he came in, the light shined out from me. And the darkness, my flesh couldn't comprehend it. What is going on? What is happening? I can't understand mercy. I can't understand forgiveness. I can't understand being a new creature. I can't understand the glory of God. I can't understand it. But I know it's real because it's shining. Because that light begins to deal with me. Wait a minute. Keep the darkness in the backdrop. Keep my flesh in the backdrop. Keep my will in the backdrop. Keep my desire in the backdrop. That God could be first and foremost. And I'm telling you when that happens, the world begins to notice there's something different about you. Has anybody said that to you lately? What's different about you? What's different about you? Oh, no, 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 no. Not just the way you look. Oh, no, no, no. If that was the case, then we'd be saying that to a bunch of different people. Because I'm going to tell you, our society has really taken on a different look. And uh, it's hard to hide. (laughs) No, but if someone, when you come around them, they begin to say, there's something different about you. There's something... Different. I can't put my finger on it. But because you are the backdrop, 
And God in you is the light. It's shining forth. You say, well, I, I try to live for God and a lot of people, they shun me. It's because their works are evil. And because of that, they will not come to the light. They hate the light because the light reproves of us our deeds. <laughs> Whew, wow, I'm going to stay there a little bit. My deeds, my backdrop, that's my works are my backdrop. Works of the flesh, or I can let the Spirit have the fruit. <laughs> oh, hallelujah, glory to the Lord. It's amazing to me. I don't know, I'm going to pick a fruit. You may not like a fruit. I like pears, I like peaches, I like apples, I like blackberries. I like fruit. Uh, I don't like... What's that fruit in the Philippines that they have? Mango. I know, I know my people like mango. I'm not taking away from mango. God created mango. I'm sure it's very good. I just don't have a taste. You give me bananas, though. Okay? But let me ask you something. When you go out like Jesus looking for the figs, he wasn't worried about the leaves. He wasn't worried about the limbs. He was looking for something out front of the backdrop. He was looking for something together. He was looking for something to pick. And when he didn't see anything, he said, listen, backdrop, I'm going to curse you. And the backdrop dried up. I'm going to tell you right now, my backdrop will dry up. And it will return back to the dust. But Oh, I'm telling you, what I do for God will remain. So when he comes and he's looking, he's not so worried about my flesh. He's worried, where is the fruit? Where is the apples? Where is the oranges? Where are the bananas? Where are the mangoes? Sometimes we get so worried about the limbs and the leaves that we forget that we're a fruit tree. We're not an oak per se. Amen. Come on. I've got to bear fruit. If I don't bear fruit, now this wasn't in my notes, but y'all causing me to go here. If I don't bear fruit, after a while, Jesus is going to come and say to the husbandman, that's me. Hey, those individuals you've been preaching to for three years, they're not progressing. You just know, go ahead and just go on and not worry about them too much. He said, cut it down and burn it. But the husband said, wait a minute, Lord. Help me. Just help me. Give me a little bit more time and I'll dig around it and fertilize it with the word of God so that one day, one day, I'm going to tell you right now, you may have a fruit tree in your yard that hadn't produced any fruit, but you keep on praying, you keep on fertilizing, you keep trimming, you keep pruning, and then one day you're going to go out there and there may be that apple, there may be that pear. You better guard it because I'm going to tell you, if you don't guard it, some squirrel's going to come along. And get it. Yeah. Blackberries. Wow. I got some vines in my yard. The first year they produced, I'm they were big blackberries. And they produced, I got cup after cup after cup after cup after cup. They just kept producing. And I'm telling you, still, the, the vine is still doing pretty good. I can't wait. I don't care about the vine. What I'm looking for is the blossom. When I see the blossom, I know what's coming. I know what's coming after the blossom. Then there's a little green berry. Oh, a little green berry. That's not what I'm looking for. That still blends in. You better listen to me. That still blends into the leaves because the leaves are green and it really doesn't stick out but you let it begin to shine 
and glisten off the sun. You let it begin. Wow! Get some water on it from the dew. Oh, I'm living in the living water. You've got to understand when God, it takes a while to mature. I may have blended in for a while, but he said, come out from the backdrop. Be separate from the backdrop. Come out. Oh, touch not. Taste not. Handle not. And I'll receive you unto myself. Woo! Listen to me, sweet pea, you and me. We can't make it to heaven and let the backdrop of our carnality come to the forefront. We can't go back to the old creature and expect to go to heaven. Listen to me as I try to encourage you. You say, encouragement? Sounding like you This is the message from last week. Repent. I'm going to tell you, repentance is just prune. Prune me, God, because the more you prune me, the more fruit that I bear. If anybody knows anything about a fruit tree, there's occasions you got to cut it back. When you cut it back, it produces more. God, cut me back. Cut the backdrop. Paul said it this way. I've got to decrease that he might increase. Well, John the Baptist, excuse me. So let me go to this scripture and help you out a little bit. It says here, we've got this treasure in the backdrop. Can we go back to verse number 7, please, Elder? Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use this word and you're not going to know what I'm talking about. It says here, we have this in earthen vessels. So earthen vessels is my backdrop. So I've got this light. I've got this treasure. I've got something that's worth more than anything in this life in the backdrop. Okay? Are you with me? It's in here. You can't see it until it shines. And it shines through consistency, faithfulness, humility, repentance, love. You better listen that's when it begins to shine and it comes forth and the backdrop begins to go back and all of a sudden you say, my, there. How can that person be so patient? How can that person be so forgiving? How can that person always seem to be excited about Jesus? It's not my flesh that's excited about Jesus. I'm going to tell you that right now. It's my soul. It's my spirit. <laughs> oh, hallelujah. Glory to the Lord God. But I'm going to tell you how God makes a backdrop even darker in our lives. The Bible says with Micah, rejoice not against me. Oh, my enemies, when I fall, I shall arise. When I sit in when I sit in, when I sit in, the Lord shall be a light unto me. And so, go to the next verse, Elder, if you would, please. Evangelist is sick, and so I don't have somebody reading for me today. But it says here, this is my, this is my backdrop. I'm troubled. That's my backdrop. On every side. Backdrop here, backdrop there. You with me? I'm troubled. I got so much troubles. God says, I'm just working on your backdrop. This is good now. I, I, I'm, just, I'm just really working on your backdrop. 
because I want you to shine. I want you to come forth uh, as stars. Uh, I want you to come forth uh, as jewels. I want you to come forth uh, tried in the fire. So troubles is just a backdrop. But yet it says, but I'm not in distress. Uh, I'm still up front. Uh, oh, the backdrop is down. Oh, behind me. Oh, no, when I'm taking a picture, I don't want to get behind the backdrop. You can't see me. I want the backdrop to be behind me, but not take everything up. I don't want somebody to look at my picture. You know, we have those things, you know, at Fall Fest and everything. I don't want somebody coming. Wow, look at that backdrop. And here I'm going. They say, look at that backdrop. It's so nice. See the pumpkin? See, see, the, see the squash? No, 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 no. I want to say, Pastor, you had such a, such a nice smile, you and Sister White. You see what I'm saying? The backdrop is not important. The backdrop is this backdrop. Each of us have a different one. Each of us have different troubles. Each of us have backdrops of different seasons. Oh, this is really good. Y'all are really taking it in because you're listening and every now and then you nod. and You're afraid to nod too much because then I know I got your number. Well, it's not me. It's God. He's trying to help you get the backdrop to the backdrop and get, hey, the Spirit of God in you. Because I've heard almost every one of you speak in tongues. So I know you receive the Holy Ghost. You receive the light. I understand when you receive the Holy Ghost, you receive fire. And the meteor won't shine without fire. Oh, my God of heaven. You cannot shine without the Holy Ghost. We are what? Perplexed. I don't understand what is happening to me. I can't figure this out. I've been living for God. I've been doing this. I've been doing that. What is happening? It seems like all these troubles are one after the other. Nothing ever goes right. I am perplexed. But not in despair. I'm not going to worry about it. My backdrop's getting redone. <laughs> Hey, when God sees me, I don't want him to see the backdrop. I want him to see me. Oh, my, this is some good preaching. We're persecuted. Hey, the backdrop, backdrop, backdrop. But not forsaken. We're cast down. How many times, listen to me, how many times when you're at a place uh, you know, whether it be a Christmas banquet or somewhere we got, and you want to take a picture. You know what they have there every single time? A chair or a bench. They want you to be sitting down. We're cast down. Yeah, <laughs> in the backdrop. Yeah, we're cast down. But we're not destroyed. We're still there. We're still in front. Hey, hey, better watch out because after the picture is taken, I'm getting up. Oh, no. I don't mean... All right, okay, all right. You're saying, Pastor, you don't understand my backdrop. You don't understand my backdrop. We all got a backdrop. You better be glad you got a backdrop. Because if you don't have a backdrop, you're not coming out shining forth as stars. Oh, hallelujah, glory to the Lord. I'm telling you it's important to keep the carnality, humanity, junk in the back kind of like a vehicle get your luggage in the trunk 
God can't sit in the front seat with you if there's no room. Well, y'all are awful quiet. This, this, this message must be really, 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 really on target. Because I'm going to say, I'm going to give you an example of what happened to someone that God made.